Welcome to the Child Free Wealth Podcast, hosted by Bree and Dr. J, Certified Financial Planner. Here we discuss life and finances as it relates to being child free. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Please consult your advisor before implementing any ideas heard on this podcast. Hey, Child Free Wealth listeners. We are going to talk about one of the more dangerous moments in your finances. Dun, dun, dun. That is the boring middle. Okay, Bree just laughed at me for that. But hey, come on. Like, we can have fun. Well, add some spooky so, music. The boring middle is one of those things that I watch out for with clients all the time. And it's one that I've fallen in. It's one that others have fallen in. We're actually going to use a story from Bree. Like, what it is is like you get on a plan. The plan is moving. All you have to do is sit there and do nothing. Just let the plan work through. And you will reach your goal. We're not going to really happen as humans. Yeah. What really <laughs> happens is drama. Okay. Something will happen. Bree, do you want to share your story or you want me to share your story? I think you should share this because I think it is just a different perspective. I'm working with Bree and her wife on uh, their finances. And the goal is to get out of debt. So we've had the discussions about getting out of debt. Uh, we've talked about, you know, picking up extra work and time and money and budgeting, and we have a system and a structure for it. Cool. And two months go by or so, and they're putting a whole lot of money towards the debt, like seeing the numbers coming down. We're seeing the net worth actually hit zero, which is an awesome goal, but negative to zero. And then like, I get a freaked out chat, text, whatever. Ah, everything's going wrong. Like the world's coming to an end. Like, ah, but you know, this is going to be the end of the world. I'm like, what the heck? Like, by the way, it's like nine o'clock at night. I get one of these random texts. I'm like, what did I do? What's going on? I meet with Bree and her wife. I'm like, what is good? And the issue was a pair of shoes and AirPods, I guess. Technically, Started with chicken nuggets. <laughs> Well, no, the chicken nugget. Well, we'll get to the chicken nuggets in a sec because you gave me the shoes first. That's true. And I was like, what? And what we do in budgets, we set up a thing called pocket money, spending money, whatever, just spend on whatever. And Bree's wife was like, this is ridiculous. I make all this money. I should be able to afford a pair of shoes. I don't have shoes. I can't walk around. I have no shoes. My AirPods are falling out. I don't have any AirPods. I have nothing. Is this not the discussion? Yeah, this is accurate. <laughs> okay. I'm like, how much money are we talking about? It's like a couple hundred bucks. I'm like, you're saving thousands towards your debt. If you need to take 200 bucks for like getting your brain in the right place for debt, just buy the damn shoes. And then they go on for about another half an hour complaining about budgeting and debt. Is that fair, Bree? Uh, yes, this is fair. By the way... We did ask her if we could talk about this before we made this podcast. And she said, yes. And you also need to talk about her hair. So, Okay. It would have been funnier if we didn't ask her, but that's okay. I'm like, what are we doing, right? So we go through this whole thing, get past the shoes, fine. Now I get another crazy text. I think the world's coming to an end again. And I'm like, oh boy, what is it? So like... We didn't even have time to set up a meeting. Like, literally, we're, we meet like about half an hour before clients. I'm like, what's going on? Bree's all upset. Finally, she brings her wife in, and I'm like, what's the issue? Well, the issue is they had spent their grocery money, but 
couldn't afford the chicken cutlets that are breaded in, and the chicken nuggets instead of the regular chicken. We couldn't know. We could afford it, but we had gone over our grocery budget, so we didn't have money left. And there was only like a few days left of the month. I was like, we're not spending anymore. I'm like, it's damn chicken nuggets. Like, I don't care. Like, $3, $7. I'll send you the $7. Like, <laughs> He's like, do you want me to Venmo you $7 right now? I mean, no, literally, I did say that. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm pulling this apart, and I'm like, what is going on? Now, what did you think was going on, Bree? I thought everything was ending, and we were going to be done for, and that prenup was going to be used. Over freaking chicken nuggets. Yeah. Sometimes we're not rational about our own stuff. So it's okay to say that. And by the way, then we got a discussion about hair and makeup, and this is going to be more, and I can't do this. I haven't done my hair in front. I'm like, hair what? Like, I mean, I have razors that come once a month. Like, (laughs) what does the hair cost? Like, what are are you talking about? Like, what is going on? And I finally, I I step back, and I'm like, oh, we're in the boring middle, okay? We're doing the debt stuff. We're moving through. This is drama coming from somewhere. And I said, okay, let me kind of work through this. And the diagnosis when I got to the end, for a better way to say it, was control issue. When you get under budget, it's about who's managing the money and who gets to do it and what, who's saying what I do and should I do this and that. It's not about nuggets. It's about control and change of life. Is that fair, Bring? Yes, that is fair. I no longer manage our budget. Bree's answer was, okay, their wife handles it. By the way, we'll see how that experiment goes. That'll be another episode. Yeah. She'll be out and don't worry. But here's the thing. $7 in chicken nuggets. And literally the text I got was, I think we're going to get divorced. I'm like, what the hell? You know better than this, Bree. Like, Yes. We're much more irrational about our own things than we are with other people's, honestly. And, and this is the problem with the boring middle. Like literally $7. And chicken nuggets as go blow up the budget and get divorced and the world's coming to an end. Yep. Anytime somebody comes to me with a money issue, my argument is money is just a symptom. It's not the actual disease. It's not the actual problem. Mm-hmm. Now, there are people that barely have money. You know, if you're renting ramen barely making it, then it is the money. Everybody else, it's something else. And what happens is our body is not really good at just chilling out. Now, I'm not going to say that Bree and her... Yeah. I'm not going to say that Brie and her wife intentionally made drama, but what happened was, because you're on a plan and things are moving, and we're kind of just like got to put, what do you got, another year or so on that plan? Probably not. Probably by the time this comes out, we'll be close to done. Yeah. So we had months left. It just gets boring, and your body is like, where's the drama from the money I was used to? Mm-hmm. Very true. Now, you got to see this from a financial planner, but I'm over here going, okay, we did an entire plan. We got a whole structure for you. It's working. Everything's good. Obviously, I'm evil because you can't have nuggets. <laughs> In my head, I'm like, what went wrong? Like, I'm, did I miss something? Did we not plan for a huge expense? Did we? No, there was other issues. There was life that came in the way that's now destroyed. And by the way, what normally happens on this and Brie was close to this. People just give up on the budget and just give up on the plan. I don't. Is that yes. fair? I you were you were like ready to give up on everything. Like 
no, that's a little pu- pushing it. I wasn't quite ready to give up on everything. I was like, screw this, then we're going to just separate everything. Which I, like, I do not fundamentally believe that. I, I'm very much like, two become one. You are in a team. You are, when it, we do have disagreements, I'm like, hey, us versus the problem, we're a team. But I don't know. I was just on something that week and not having it. Okay. This happens so much. This is why I talk about 8% of your success with finances is your behaviors. That this is where a financial planner earns their money. Okay. People kind of look at it and say, is it worth buying a financial planner and paying the money? And it's not, it's not cheap. I'm just, it isn't. This is where I earn my money because if I can talk them off the ledge and work through it. And by the way, we, we went through a whole thing and, you know, they've got book assignments and they got structures and systems and you don't have to love it, but it, are you in a better place than the chicken nuggets? Yes. And I even said to somebody the other day, I was like, $50 or 50 years, like pick your battles. Like I can be rational about it when it comes to other people, but we're not rational about ourselves. Where a financial planner helps is helping you from doing stupid stuff that you would not normally do. And it happens a lot in the boring middle. Let me give you another example. Go back picking on Brie. Another great example is we follow a simple, passive, long-term investment strategy. Three funds, set it and forget it. So we'll do this strategy. And then we'll get a couple of years into this. And people are like, oh, I want to invest in Iraqi dinars or like cryptocurrency or I want to move my money overseas or I want. And I'm like, what have you been watching on TV? Like literally I'll ask that question because that is common. I want to move it all the gold. I want to move it all the cash. I want to, I, I can't be invested in the stock market. I want to move all my money international. Like, hold up. Your plan has gotten you here and worked. What has changed that says, hey, I need to change my financial plan? And they're like, well, I read this. And I'm like, oh boy. Well, that is true or false, depends on the case. Here's why. And here's why it doesn't impact you. And particularly right now, politics are, are kind of one of those I get random emails, phone calls randomly. This is going to happen and I need to. And I'm like, hold on. You have a plan that fits you. Let's talk it through. Well, if I don't do this right this second, I'm like, you don't need to make a move right now. And it's all this drama that people add into their stuff. And by the way, I truly do believe social media is hurting on this because like all the things that get clicks are like, you should do infinite banking and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and I'm like, oh, God, what are they selling this week? Social media has not been good for. It's been, some of it's been okay, but a lot of it has not been great. And I said that as someone who, that was my job. Yeah. Yeah. And we're in the boring metal. People just lose focus. You know, so when I did my book, Portrait Child Free Wealth, there's somebody in there and she was talking about her high tech financial plan which it really was. Beautiful. She actually came over to the US. She grew up broke in another country. Actually, I think it was Susie Orman and a few others she saw early on. She spent less than she made, maxed out her retirement account, and never had any debt. And retired, I think, like 50 or something like that. Without a problem. No fancy stuff. Just put it in the whole stock market set and forget it. By the way, I don't know how she got through the boring middle without messing with it, but she did beautifully. Simple, simple, simple. That simple path to wealth, it just works. Mm -hmm. But what people do is they tinker. 
well, my friend got, you know, 100% return on X. And I'm like, and I don't mean literally X. I don't know that Twitter X thing, like whatever the hell. Like he's lost more money on that than we know what to do. But I mean, like on in a random thing, I'm like, that does not mean you should do it. But the drama comes in because it's too simple. My goal is to make your finances boring so that your life can be amazing. I want your finances to be boring. But then I got to be there to like grab you before you jump off a cliff. What do you think, Bree? That is very true. And I think it can be helpful to have, you know, money you can just do whatever you want with to release some of that like pent up drama, as we call it, and pent up spending energy. I had the same boring thing with my finances. So I took and played with some stuff, small percentage, because like I've been doing has gotten me to where I'm at, but it is boring. It's why, by the way, I keep 10% of my money for playing. I call it gambling money. By the way, if you're going to gamble on investments, and you're going to be in and out of stocks. The best place to do that is usually in an IRA because then you don't impact your taxes. And we'll do this with Like, here's your little fund. Go do whatever you want with it. If it goes to the moon, awesome. If it goes to zero, doesn't matter. Yeah. And people are like, wait, what? I'm like, just here. Ignore the rest. And it's hard because we get stuck in, like, keeping up with the Joneses and, hey, I need a new blah, blah, blah. If you really want it as part of your goals, let's do it. But this is literally the moment people are like, oh, I got to go buy a Ferrari. Okay. Then you're giving up on that world cruise you wanted to do. They're like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm like, you are because you have to make a choice between them. Or the, you know, they say, well, I want to, you know, I, I get this one coming. I want to do this investment with my friend. Okay. We're going to throw away money by giving it to your friend. They're like, oh, it's a great idea. And I'm like, it might be. But investing with friends is a good way to lose your friends. It's kind of how it works. You need to stop and go, is this part of my plan? Do I need to change it? So I had one the other day. A reporter emails me. He says they were doing like an ask an advisor thing. Like, hey, inflation is coming down. Should I change my stuff? I'm like, is there anything wrong with your investments? No. Then why are you messing with it? And that's the hard part. John Bogle's, you know, don't just do something, stand there. You know, like... Just do nothing. It works. But that is so far against human nature. I mean, come on. Bree's gambling with her stocks down too. Just a little bit. But only a small percentage. Yeah. Like 1%, I think. Very small. I don't know, Bree. What do you think? I mean, you've been through the boring middle. Mm -hmm. You've had the freak out, like literally the freak out. Yeah. What's your advice on this? I think it can be helpful to have somebody else who looks at it from an outside perspective because- this is literally my job, but even when it comes to my own stuff, I can be irrational and emotional about it. And so it's always, no matter what you do, it can always be helpful to have somebody else as a third party who can look at it from a non-emotional perspective and be like, okay, listen, like you're being irrational right now. And these are things- I mean, we, don't, we don't actually say you're being irrational. Like if you say that, that just pisses them off. No, yeah, that's true. Well, I'd probably say that, but I don't really have anybody who's being irrational. This week. So, yeah, this week. But it can be helpful to have that and just have a straight shooter and be like, okay, listen, let's do this. Let's keep going. If you need to release some of that, then all right, but let's do it in a way that's not going to harm your finances long term. Yeah. And by the way, here's some clues to know when you're doing it. When you start doing kind of the martyr path 
Oh, I've got no money to spend on my hair, my makeup, my chicken nuggets. Like, you're in that stuff. People will always do this like, really? This budget is so crazy. I don't have money for XYZ thing they love to do. And I'm like, are you kidding me? But what they're doing is they're using that as a scapegoat or, you know, just to, to say it. And I'm like, wait a minute. You do have that money. You've chosen something else. Mm-hmm. And they're like, but I can't get my hair done. And I'm like, just shave it off. We're good. Like, no. Oh my God. <laughs> like, wait. Just a new pack of free razors. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> makes it cheap. Well, like, it, it's always the excuse, you know, or like, I'll have this for my wife, where like, if I don't do X, you're going to hate me and divorce me. And I'm like, wait, why? Like, no, it's for your fry. We can make changes. Like, we're good. You know, if I work an extra hour less, I'm like, well, then so what? Like, it's not going to change anything. If I buy an extra, it's not going to. Now, we don't want to go to extremes, but we need to have that awareness. I think the other thing is, I don't know how to do this, but you need to like, Stop watching the news. If you're invested for the long run, my stocks, I put money in stocks. I will take it out when I need the money. Decades. What's going on in the world? Doesn't matter. Because that's part of the plan. The only time you change your financial plan is if the core assumptions have changed. We're in a really weird time in the world and some things are up in the air and like, I don't know, the news is just terrible. Every time you turn it on, the stock market, let's just do what the stock market does. Goes up over time. Some days it goes down. Some days it goes up. This book called Random Walk Down Wall Street. They did a whole lot of technical analysis. They found the stock market essentially is a random walk up to the right. Just goes up over time. That's all. What's going on in the world is not the time to do it. Now, I've had people try to time the market. Like, oh, this is going on. So I need to sell everything. I'm like, well, two things. You need to make sure you know when to sell it and when to buy back. Is your crystal ball that good? And they go, no. Then just ride it out. But that's not what we're built to. Like, as the numbers get bigger, they're like, I need to do fancier things. No, you don't. Simple, passive investing works. Low cost, low fees, set it and forget it. But that's too boring. Brie, how do we make like the boring stuff fun? Or I, I don't know. Like, how do we like make it sexy to do nothing? I think sometimes you just need to do whatever is bugging you and then it doesn't it won't after you do it it'll be like oh okay now i did it with my whole like gambling money as we call it recently like i did what i wanted to do i bought the things i wanted to buy and now i haven't even looked at them since then but i just felt like i needed to do it just because i wanted to but keep in mind this is exactly what i want you out for we call it scratching the itch you know if you need to scratch that itch Maybe, but within a certain realm. So if somebody says, I got to sell, you know, I actually had somebody recently that said, XYZ is going on politics, you know, fill in the blank. There's always, I need to sell everything and go to cash. All right. Well, that's an itch we're not going to scratch. Yeah. You know, if you truly believe that, then when do you buy back? Well, when the environment is better. I'm like, and when do you think that's going to be? Mm-hmm. And that's the hard part. That's where I'm like, okay, can we do something else? That makes you feel safe. Yeah. So I've had people, I'm worried about X. Well, then maybe we get insurance for that. Or we move or we adjust the jobs or adjust whatever. 
And I think it's one of those things where like, I hate to see it, but I, I see it a lot in the elderly folks we work with where they watch something on TV and next thing you know, I'm like, I need you, dude. And I'm like, I can tell what channel you are watching. No, like literally I can't. There's certain trends. Like, I'm like, all right, so we know where that came from. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, it didn't. I wasn't watching that channel. My friend said, I'm like, well, then your friend was watching that channel. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm not judging any channel shows, whatever. I was like, these things, like, or it might be or this influencer or whatever. It's just, just sit it, let it go and do nothing. You're fine. But let's be real. Bree, could you have worked through the chicken nugget issue without outside help? No, because I was too close to the situation, and I would have—I wouldn't have been rational about any of it. And so we meet with our clients on a monthly basis, and I've had some people go, "Hey, my finances are good. Can I leave and not charge, not pay you monthly?" I'm like, "Yes, you can." Well, here's the problem: we don't know when the chicken nuggets are going to hit. No, I mean that's the truth of it. It's very true. Having a monthly check-in to go, "Yep, we're good," can stop people from doing stupid stuff. I'll still let people do stupid stuff if, it, if it's not going to hurt them. Like sometimes I'm like, yep, go ahead and do that. And I'll see it in a month and we see the results. Well, there's sometimes I just don't win that. But I think that's the hard part. And people go, well, but does that mean I have to have a financial planner forever? No, but it's up to you and your nature. There are some people that are phenomenal just setting it, forget it, let it go. Cool. Then there's the rest of us that need like a check. You know, I have coaches that I work with. I have, you know, I have a mastermind group I meet with every two weeks. Like, you know, different. Actually, I have another one that I meet with weekly, like where we go and talk to other people, you know, in the financial. I'm like, so I'm thinking of this. And I've had, I had somebody recently go, yeah, that's stupid. And I'm like, okay, thank you for that feedback. Why? <laughs> you know, that's like, you know, so you just figure out a support structure to get you through the boring middle. And by the way, when it comes to boring middle, watch out also for your parents in this. When they go into retirement and they've lost their, lost, their job, whatever, you know, they're not doing it. Now they start tinkering with their finances. Oh no, please don't. Like, please just stop. Like, you're fine. Don't mess with it. You need to watch out for others to do that. And, you know, if you want help, you could always reach out. We'll actually got a link here for, you know, we can help you through it. But I want you to be aware of this. And you need at least an accountability partner who can stop you from losing the world over chicken nuggets. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving a rating or review. We'd love to keep the conversation going. Follow Child Free Wealth on social media or email us at podcast at childfreewealth.com. If you're interested in working together, learn more by visiting our website, www.childfreewealth.com. We'll see you next time.